Hey y'all, it's time for some damn good content. I'm Shelby Claymall, your host and business bestie. I'm a content creator, social media manager and coach, keynote speaker, wife, and a mama of two who ditched her nine to five to build a thriving multi six figure business solely using social media. Just like you, I'm a working mom and a wife with limited time. So I'm committed to cutting the fluff and delivering tips and fresh ideas straight to your earbuds on how you too can harness damn good content and create that type of business that you love and are proud of. Each week, we'll deep dive into strategy and mindset of building your brand on social media so that your confidence and success in the online space can skyrocket. Get ready to step outside of your comfort zone and start creating some damn good content. Are you ready? Let's freaking get it. Welcome back to Damn Good Content. I'm your host, Shelby Claymont, and I have my dear friend, Caroline, with goodness gracious, here with us today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Just two mamas running a business here in one room. Yep. (laughs) Okay. I want to deep dive after in the end, I will give everybody a lowdown of who Caroline actually is to let them know a little bit more, but I Mm want to go straight into it. Let's talk about goodness gracious. Let's talk about where the name came from. How was it born? Tell me everything. So goodness gracious is a ceramic impression keepsake business that I started in 2020 Um, I was a stay-at-home mom looking for something creative to do, and I got the idea for Goodness Gracious because I wanted to replicate some keepsakes that my mom has that she has always had in her home from my siblings and I. Whenever we were in a little preschool, we did them, and so I got the idea to replicate them for my kids and really just snowballed from there. I did friends and family for a while and um, then approached my husband (laughs) about starting a business. And um, he was like, yes, oh my gosh, this is so you, you know, and I told him the name and he was like, that's perfect, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I will say this. We have some of her work and it's amazing. I want to, I actually have the Easter egg. I was telling her before this is the Easter egg. My husband's like, why is that still up? It's not Easter because obviously as a mom, you love the sentimental aspect. So the Christmas plates, the Easter plates, just like anything and everything I've gotten from you. I literally keep up. It's on a shelf all year round. So let's back up a little bit. Tell us where the name came from, because I know you literally just said like when your husband found out you were going to name it that, like he was like, that's perfect. So give me a little bit of that. So goodness gracious is just something that I grew up saying my, it really reminds me of my grandmama. She would say goodness gracious granny all the time. And so, um, that's just, I wanted something that wasn't my name, but that was sentimental and meant something to me. And so that's where goodness gracious came from. And I just shortened it. Didn't add the granny. That but, is so cute. Uh, I yeah. love that story. Have you ever told it? Southern. I don't think so. Oh, um, well, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> so Exclusive. wait, your husband was like, heck yeah, let's do this. Like he loved it. Yes. I mean, he had seen me. So before I was staying home, I worked for eight years um, in an office setting. I worked for the Department of Insurance. Oh, fun. And so, well, not fun. (laughs) And so um, once I had my first baby, I kind of realized, okay, this is not what I want to be doing. If I'm spending time away from my baby, I want it to be 
something that I love doing, that yeah. I'm passionate about, and preferably something creative. Yeah. And I just didn't know what that was going to be yet. You know, I really had no idea. And so whenever I had was pregnant with my second um, baby, it was a boy, and we kind of prepared for me to stay home. And so um, I started staying home in 2018 and kind of quickly realized I also missed working and this is really hard, you know, and needed something for myself. And so that's whenever I was like playing around with ceramics and replicating those childhood keepsakes. And yeah, just kind of went from there. And he was so happy because... He saw me kind of be unhappy in my previous job, and he was like, yes, you know, I can totally see you doing this, and it would be flexible, you know, like he works in surgery, so he does not have a flexible schedule at all. Right. And we needed that because my daughter was going to be starting, she was in pre-K then, but thinking ahead to kindergarten, he was out the house by like 5.30 most mornings, and that just wasn't going to be... You know, Ideal. conducive yeah. to children's schedules. So. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. I love how you said, okay, a few things. My brain's mm-hmm. like going all over the place. So <laughs> you said you started this really in 2020, correct? Yes. As a business in 2020. Pre-COVID, um, after COVID. So my During plan COVID. was, <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty much 2020 was COVID. But um, my plan was to start in spring of 2020. And then Bam. COVID, yeah. God so, had different plans for you. Exactly. But it's okay. It gave me more time to perfect everything. Yeah. And so September 2020 was when I officially started, started as a business. So coming up on three years now. So you've literally, you skyrocketed. So I want to take a moment back because a lot of our audience is like a lot of you and I. Mm-hmm. It's moms or women that want to chase their dreams when they realize they're really just unfreaking happy. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to live my life like this, so let's go figure it out. You left your job without knowing what was next. You yes. thought in your mind, 1,000%, I would, just stay I would home. stay at home. Yeah. I thought I would be Martha Stewart, like just the perfect stay-at-home mom, and it was just so hard. Like, <laughs> And you're just like, well, we don't give yeah. enough kudos to stay-at-home moms. Oh, like, no, truly not at no. all. It was, it was hard, and my daughter was four, and – I had a newborn and they were such different ages yeah. that, you know, she was wanting to go, go, go. And he was kind of a more difficult baby than she was. So it was hard. Just not ideal. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but the the fact that you knew and your husband knew that it was okay to take that risk, mm-hmm. that you were just, and how did it feel when you were like deuces to your insurance place? Um, I mean, it was great because I was like, okay, I'm, this is my way out. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible because I had, I loved my employees. I mean, <laughs> my coworkers <laughs> and my boss. I really loved who I worked with. I just didn't love the work. And um, so that felt good. I was like, okay, I can find something else. This doesn't have to be forever, you know? Yeah. And so I was very happy and yeah. um, hopeful about being home with my kids, you know? Yeah. But I'm like type B personality, so I wasn't good at like planning out our days as a stay-at-home mom. You know, that was like really daunting and hard for me, especially at those different ages yeah. that they were. So, so then this just fell into your lap. Yeah. Truly. I so, know. okay. I just want to make sure we wrap around the whole thing. Is yeah. When you did start a goodness gracious, you were just like, I want to start doing keepsakes of my kids like my mom has. Mm-hmm. 
how did you learn? Like, how did you figure it out? Oh my gosh. So much um, research, Mm -hmm. tons of trial and error. Like it really took a good year, more than a year to really like hone in on what to do, what not to do. Like, cause we have a very fickle climate, you know, and, um, our specific climate and clay is very fickle. Yeah. Like it's, um, a pretty tedious process to get Mm -hmm. to the final product. Yeah. And so it was just a lot of trial and error, a lot of learning from my mistakes, a lot of time spent, um, coming up with the designs and what I wanted them to look like. So, um, yeah, just a lot of doing a lot of practice. Like I would lay a piece of clay in front of my kids and they would know exactly what to do. Because <laughs> They're like, crap, they let's were, do this yeah. again. So how many keepsakes do you actually have your children? Or is it one of those oh, things where like you perfect it and then you're like, crap. No, I'm going to be surrounded by these in my old age. I've got – You're going to be like the crazy countless. ceramic lady. Yes, I am. Not um, the cat lady. I've got every holiday, every color, every – you name it. I mean, possibilities are pretty endless. So I've got <laughs> – Everything. A lot. I yeah. like feel like I need to come back to you. Like one year, I feel like it was I don't even know. It was like in my mind, I was like, I have to go every year. And Kelsey was like, what? And I was like, I don't oh, know. I Is that not a thing? That, yeah. that like you have to go every year to get your kids? Like you don't have to, but some people do. And it's good to see how they've grown, you know? And um some people come and get this holiday. I need to come time. get some holidays. Yeah. It's just it's fun to take out whenever you're changing, when the seasons are changing and the kids love it. Like they get excited to, you know, put their hand in the impression and say like, you know, look how big. I want to do the, sa- I need to do the Santa plate. I just realized that I don't yeah. have a Santa plate. I have just their, I have this sibling plate. I love the holiday ones. I, really I have do. the hanging ornament hand or I have it on like a little, mm-hmm. what do you call that? Like a pedestal? Nope. Mm-mm. What am I? Ornament thinking? stand. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got that for all of my, my, it's actually a great in-laws gift and a parent gift. A grandparent oh, gift. So and many grandparent gifts. Like, like my in-laws loved it. They're yeah. not hard to buy for, but you just don't know. But anything grandkids. Well, it's so sentimental. And, they love and it. you can literally have it forever. Ever. Like it, everybody yeah wants that <laughs> I love it now I'm like I, crap, I need to go put my Everybody kids in like, it. Dang it. Yeah. and I will say this like we came to see you I think it was like when I first started my it was business. 2021 I remember because I first started going to Suella shout mm-hmm. out Mallory um yes and it was so quick I was so nervous because I was like you were is, nervous I was like this is chaos <laughs> I don't know how she's gonna do this because it's just like you have two little kids I mean Willie was like six months old I think I don't even know he might have been walking I don't know but then Henry he was little. He was a baby. Yes. And, um, Willie was baby. Yeah. And, and then Henry was. Um, Henry was probably like two, two, I think. Yeah. So then, yeah, baby. It was oh 2021. I remember. So, yes, because Willie was only like six months old. Probably. You had just started and you messaged me before. But, well, I had messaged <gasps> you. Because I accidentally ordered. I mean, I, I took like 17 slots on accident. And that's oh, what you did. I that's what I did. Because I was like, I'm not good at this. Funny. And you were like, you don't need that many slots. I'm like, well, how many kids do kids. you have? Yeah. Well, I, had, I think I signed up for kids. You know what happened? Because you're a hot commodity. I'm saying this. <laughs> she is. You went to Suella. You only had certain slots. Kelsey and I both set an alarm mm. to like oh do gosh. your sign up link, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't you do that? I used to. Okay, yes. yes. And Kelsey's like, make sure whoever gets it first, like make sure you sign up for all four kids. So I literally took four slots. And you're like, how many kids do you have? I'm like, four. And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, can I didn't give read. those other two to somebody else? I didn't yeah. read the fine print. <laughs> It's okay. That's yeah. A lot it's of fine. Don't, it's fine. It's so, okay. three almost three years in. Mm-hmm. Love it. 
Yeah. Good. I mean, I won't tell anyone if you say no. No. I'm I mean, there I yes. It's owning a business. There's good days, there's bad days. Totally. For fair. sure. And I've definitely experienced burnout and um you know, everything that goes with yes. owning a business, but I do still really love it. And so like I get excited to have appointments yeah. and for new products and yeah. I There's mean, multiple things that you just said that I literally can't wait to hit on just because your mom, we live our lives now on social media. I'm assuming, did you just start out of the gate using social media to advertise for your business? Instagram. Is that your number one referral base or is it truly still word of mouth? Um, so word of mouth was huge yes. for me. I mean, I think if you have a really good, unique product, people are going to talk about it. Yes. You know? And that's what they did. Everybody would um, show their friends, their family, post it to Instagram. And yeah, that was huge. Were you Instagram one of the first huge, people but, that did this? Um, in this area, yes. Because I feel like they're popping up now. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. Everybody has competitors. It's great. Yeah. You just hit – they talk about how you hit a market at the right time. And I feel like you hit the market at the right time to have market share basically is how it boils down to it. No, I think it was really good timing. Yes. And and I had a different like look than everybody else. Like there's other people that do this. I certainly did not um, invent it. But mine definitely looked different than other ones that I had seen before. And that was important to me to come up with like original designs that look like mine. Like if yeah. somebody sees it, that's goodness gracious. You know, like I just I kind of goodness gracious. <laughs> it's just that so. you're so true. It's so true. And I love that you said word of mouth is number one because it really is. It's always it's one thousand percent always going to be number one because yeah. you can have as many competitors as you want, but the look that you have for your stuff, the way you make your clients feel, how it is to interact with you. Like the most powerful credibility you have is someone else talking about your business, mm-hmm. whether that's on social media. That's very true. Or anything in life. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. So I think that that's a huge thing, but you have blown up on social media. I mean, if you're listening to this, go follow her because she's so close to 10K, even though I say that's not important, but it is for her because <laughs> she's been working really hard for this. So I uh, yeah. will vouch for that aspect of it. Now, a while ago, you said burnout. Let's take a little – I want full transparency if you're willing mm-hmm. um, to just talk about like what – how did you feel like you got there? How did you overcome it? And how did you come back from it? I guess overcome it and come back from it is the exact same thing. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So. um, And you can look at it in the light of like if someone were starting a business mm -hmm. or starting their life on social media because that's what's the daunting part, I think. Okay. Yeah. So definitely have gotten burnout before, especially in the beginning, like because it did, I don't want to say blow up, but like got really popular really early and I was still figuring everything out um about a year in was whenever I realized oh my gosh you know like I was staying up late every night it was like holiday season Mm -hmm. and um would literally like put my kids to bed and then stay up really late you know just in my at my dining room table (laughs) painting these little hands and um just kind of realized after, okay, this is what happened. Um, I opened the kiln one day and there was um, a whole set of Santa Claus faces that I had painted purple. And it was because the colors looked the same and it was late at night. And I was like, 
oh my God, you know, like cue the freak out, like, what am I going to do? These are like Christmas, you know? And so I, my husband was like, you need help, you know, like that you have to get help. Right. Which I had put, he had been saying that for a while before then. And um, I had been putting it off because I was like, how am I going to teach somebody, you know, and letting go of yeah. certain things, especially artistically. Yeah. Was really hard for me, but um, I bit the bullet and hired somebody um, early um, 2022. And best thing ever, I... <laughs> it's kind of like when you get on your own way, you're like, wow, what can yeah. happen, you know? And um, so that's been a huge help mm -hmm. and I'm learning to delegate and let go of some things you know like yeah. even if it's not the way I would do it that's okay you know it's getting done and that's okay it's okay yeah it's, you're still afloat as long as the quality's there you're solid right so I, just, I love that too the the fact that you have you were like holy crap at night and you were like I really screwed up so how did you First off, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Did you have to co like contact all these clients or did, were you able to fix it? It was only two people um, and I was able to – I mean, I have the most amazing customers. Everybody is always so incredibly understanding yeah. if we ever make a mistake because at the end of the day, these are children's handprints. It's, we're not like, you know, saving, saving the, world the world here. <laughs> and it's really not that big of a deal. Right. And so they understand and – um yeah we just make it right and that's that's, that's it. it they're always always so nice and accommodating right so did you realize in that moment like you needed to set more boundaries as in taking on clients did you stop taking on new clients no were you too hard-headed and you're like <laughs> yeah that i'm gonna uh, exactly yeah. right so like but the thing too is like there's two different ways right now that's going swirling social media. It is when you start a business, old school way, mm -hmm. you work around the clock because you were working to build your reputation, build your brand, build your business. And then there's also this other side that people are like, oh, you don't have to do the hustle culture anymore. And the, this is the, the hard line in the middle. You do when you start. Like you have to hustle. I you know. have to build your business. But there's also when you get to that point, like you just have to understand that you will get to the point of you can say no, like you don't have to work with certain people. I'm still, I'm a people pleaser. So me it's too. really it's hard for me hard. to say no. Um, thought about saying no to this today. <gasps> <laughs> but I, I'm glad I said yes. Um, but Is it because you're just nervous or you're just like, I don't have time? I, I'm not um, good at talking about myself. And no, see, you're doing know. great. The audience is going to love it. every time. <laughs> I put out a solo episode. I'm like, that was crap. And people are like, I actually liked it. And I was like, yes, I've loved all of yours. And But you're like, you're really good at this. <laughs> I still get nervous. I will say that. But back to you. In the, the burnout, the burnout phase aspect of it, or like the hustle culture aspect of it, when you build a business, when you leave corporate and you build a business, no mm -hmm. matter what you see on social media, there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes. And oh, you leave tons. a 40 hour job to work. 24-7. Thank you. A hundred percent. And they don't see that aspect. And they look at you and they're like, oh, I wish I could just have a business like that. Well, mm -hmm. they didn't see you working on your dining room table. They didn't see the the mess up that you had because you were so tired, overwhelmed, or whatever the case may have been at There's that point. There's so much. And yeah, it's such a physical or mine is like job too. Yes. Like it's just constantly having to physically do stuff, you know, and it's just, I, I don't think there's been a day 
that I haven't done something business related pretty much since we started. Yeah. Because um, it doesn't shut off. But like happily most days, you know, like because I do enjoy it. But yes, it never shuts off. It's like the it's like I don't know if you've ever seen the chart. Me and Mallory talk about this all the time. It's like the up and down chart of like you think you're doing really great and then you like dive down and you're like, mm-hmm. I hate everything about why I do <laughs> yes. this. Let me go back to corporate. Then you're like, oh, oh my God, it's so good. And then it does. that's just entrepreneurship. And you either yes. handle it or you don't. You know what I mean? And so the greatest perk though about it is, and I don't know, I'm 1000% you're going to agree with me. Mm-hmm. I should say like 99.9 is the freedom and the, I make the rules. I don't have to tell you I need to go to the doctor or I don't have to tell you I want to go work yes. out or I don't have to tell you that I, I want to go to my kids yeah, stuff. Like go I don't, somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that you face fear. So you fa- you were in corporate, you face fear, you jumped, you were like, I'm just going to be a stay at home mom. Psych. I'm going to start a business, <laughs> work like crazy person, blow up coming on year three mm-hmm. and you're still going and you're loving it and you're happy and you know you yeah. love social media as much as all of it too i know that too yeah perfect. i mean <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> totally kidding. i do love social media but that's a whole separate job pretty much you know it really is it is a hundred percent a different job but the thing is too is exactly what you just said we see this a lot too is People have a hard time letting go of social media because it is your baby. That is you. That's your business. That's your work. Like, that's you. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I'm like, I don't. Think and I see, can- I haven't done that yet. I haven't let go of that. Like, nobody else has. That's her. That's all you. my Instagram. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's, but that's, that's okay. There's, there's certain people where I'd be like, you have to keep it. Or there's businesses. It's, it's a lot easier for people that aren't necessarily a personal brand to behind it mm-hmm. to let go of it or they don't have it or they don't want to do it or they don't believe in it. Like those people we're great for. Yeah. When we go hand in hand, which we still do with personal brands or brands like yours, mm-hmm. it's hard because it's like me trying to hire someone to help me run it. Shelby Claymore. I'm like, mm-hmm. you ain't touching it. So would you do like a hybrid where I like mm-hmm. do. Okay. So we work with personal brands where it's like, it's a partnership now. So like, you're hiring us to make sure your your grid is consistent and your your posting schedule and your strategy is on point and consistent to what works. So like if you're in the mix of a bunch of stuff and you're like, oh crap, it's six o'clock at night. I forgot to post today. What can I post? Um, we don't, we take that out of that. So like we'll tell clients this, okay, you choose to work with us and we post three times a week for you. You know, mm-hmm. 1000%, you will have three posts that week. For the whole month, you will have 12 posts. Now, when we work with personal brands, I'm like, but that doesn't mean that you don't need to get on stories or yeah. that you can't post on top or that you can't just pop on and be like, hey, what's up, everybody? Like mm-hmm. those things. Like I encourage that because I will never be you. We can right. speak like you. We can learn like you. Our mm-hmm. girls are very trained to Mimic. become our clients' brand, okay. like their tone of voice, like all those things. Mm-hmm. But I will never be you. Just like no one can get on my stories and be like, hey, like, yeah. no. What? Okay. Well, that's good to know because I – I tend to get in like little social social media ruts where I like if I'm really busy with work or kids stuff, yeah. you know, then that's the first thing to go. Like it's, it's the first thing it's to go. backwards because like I'm doing a ton of work that I could be on there on posting the, about, mm-hmm. but I'm not because I'm overwhelmed, you know? Yeah. And so it happens to me as well too, because like I am busy running all well the business and then all mm-hmm. the other people's accounts so mine goes on the back burner and i get guilty I of like imagine, oh god yeah. it's six o'clock at night and i didn't post anything today well whatever i don't care that much but the thing is 
I tell people this. It's so small, but it's such a big impact. So, Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't guarantee you sales, but it guarantees you brand awareness. So, even if you are busy, you still need to be posting consistently for the algorithm to understand that you're still there. You're still doing it. Yeah. Now, that also in the same breath, it's okay to take a break. So, like, if you're busy and you're overwhelmed, your kids are crazy and you have all this crap going on and you have other deadlines to make, right? chill. Just be like, I'm sorry, I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, it's cool. That's fine. Coming out of my mouth, okay. totally fine. Get to that. <laughs> okay. Now talking about, I wanted to still touch on the social media aspect of it because you are, you did say it's a little bit out of your realm. Like, that's not what you do. Yeah. But you know you have to do it. Mm-hmm. How do you do deal with imposter syndrome in the comparison game? Or are you just like boss babe and you're like, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I don't really have imposter syndrome anymore. Um, okay. I guess. How'd you get past that? I guess just like confidence in like booking appointments and yeah. seeing people love their products and the messages from my customers, like so many messages all the time that are so sweet. Like whenever they'll get their order, it's like, oh, this is perfect. Um, Was it me? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. okay. No, no, no. Usually the typical messages are like, you know, I cried opening it. It's the oh, first thing that yep. I'll grab whenever we evacuate for a hurricane. And then yours was, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, can I cuss on here? Yes. It's <laughs> it was, called damn good content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, holy shit. I'm obsessed. And I, it's the only uh, like message that's made me laugh out loud yeah pretty much because usually they're like i cry yeah. which actually i should i do remember texting you that i mean sending you that because i do remember you posting it but yes it's so, it's funny. so funny because that's so me so mm-hmm. i'm like just like yeah like i don't say i mean i do cry i'm a very emotional human being but at the same time and not I, everybody says they cry but, but like some it's, people, it's yeah. different it's probably <laughs> elegant and graceful like mm. if you think about kelsey and you think about me our responses yeah. are so different we're yes. just different. So, so I love that. Yeah. I love that okay, was anyway. one of my favorite um, messages after. After it. But the imposter syndrome aspect of it. So you're over it. Done. I mean. Well, okay. Let me back up. It's it's hard to say that like when you. Because I feel like everybody deals with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe as you mature. And like if you're not on. Okay. If you're not on social media as much. I guess you're not like really feeling like an imposter, but what would you advice would you give someone starting out that maybe deals with that? What advice would you tell them for them to get over that? Um, so I would say to really hone in on your skills and get really good at whatever it is that you're about to be selling or doing so that you can feel confident in what you're doing. Yeah. I think that also helps me too because I really love what I'm doing and I love the product and the final result. And I think if you are confident in that, then that will help. You'll know like, okay, well, I can, I want this. So I know other people will too, you know? And so I think that has really helped me. And um, yeah, I guess just engaging with people on social media helps too, you know, like building a little community and then it kind of feels like you're talking to people that you know, you know, and like then we've it's never, not so scary. Well, we met once. I was going to say, yeah. we've never met. But every yeah. time I talk to someone, like, I feel like if you, you open like that you, line of communication yeah, and you get to know them genuinely, mm-hmm. then I feel like when you meet, it's just like, hey, old friend, what's yeah. up? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love that answer because like I deal with it a lot because my life is literally on social media, but I do agree with like, 
it has gotten better because the more you do, the more you experience, the more confident you, you get. get. Some like feathers in your hat, and then you you're like, okay, you know, and you kind of realize everybody is like faking it until they, they make it, it a little bit. Because you nobody know, knows. nobody, yeah. I literally called my parents on the way here today, and I was like, why? I'm blaming you. <laughs> I mean, if I'm very dramatic. Everyone listening and watching should know this, but I was like, I'm blaming you because you didn't tell me how hard entrepreneurship. They're like, Shelby, that's dramatic. And I'm like, you have such like high highs mm-hmm. and then low of lows. And I'm like, I feel like I'm psycho because yeah. it's like, you don't know what's about to happen. And then it all just comes at you. And I'm like, I and love have, it. There's so many like tabs open in your head all the time. All the time. Like, I was I don't, my husband, I cannot focus because I've just got so many things. You have so much I'm always on. thinking about or the things that I need to do, things that I want to do, like really ambitious days where you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, you know? I'm like, And then it's like, okay, but how? And then you're like, it's six <laughs> o'clock, shoot, I forgot to yeah. get the kids. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't do that, but I literally feel like this all the time. This is actually a great segue into like being a mom, being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is how do you manage it? Because like, I feel like every time I go to drop off my kids, one, I look like a hobo Joe. Obviously, you see <laughs> what I wear on some days. And then I feel like I always forget. Like, I'm like, you have so much crap to turn in and you're four and three. Oh, so like, oh, just wait. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot. And today is spirit day. And I didn't put you in your spirit day shirt. I put you in your uniform shirt. And like, you're the only kid. Do I need to come to school? I'm like, what, what I don't have that it? perfected. I don't have the answer because literally my son was the only one not in the spirit shirt the other day. Oh I was my God, like, that was like me the first Friday. Okay, you make me feel so normal. My husband sent me the picture that they had emailed and I was like on cool. the verge of tears because I was like, don't you oh always, my God, Like I feel like baby. our kids aren't. And he couldn't have cared less. Exactly. He could we not care have more. cared less. Yes. It's just, it's too many things to remember. And honestly, they didn't send the email until the day before. And I was like, you know, I had an event that night and I was like, we just missed it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, what I had happened. There was this mom a long time ago. She told me this one piece of advice. It was like this. If you don't make it a big deal, they won't make it a big deal. Yeah. So like if you don't bring it to their attention that they don't look like everyone else and they're not going to care that's as much. So, so and I'm true. like, that's actually valid. It just makes me feel better as a mm-hmm. human because I'm like, I can't keep up. I literally texted Stephanie the other day. I was like, this sheet of paper has been on my counter, but I didn't know it belonged with the box that we turned in, yeah. but I didn't turn the paper in with the box. I'm like, I can't. I- it's a lot to keep track of. It honestly is. And then you have the moms that so want to some be things like, are just going to, it's just goes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be, I want, I signed last year when our kids went to, we, when we moved here, obviously we went to school and I was so ambitious. Cause he was like, do not sign up for a lot of things. And I'm like, the first day I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be so involved. <laughs> See, I know I'm not room mom material. I'm I didn't not, do that. Kelsey told me not to do that. And, and my husband actually went to one orientation and said I signed up as room mom. And I was like, I will kill you. He didn't. It was a joke. And so, which kudos to all the room moms because like you do a lot. Oh, I cannot always forget. That's a type A personality. I truly. That. And when I signed up and they came through the days, I'm like, why did I, why? Why do I want to be an overachiever? Like, oh, yeah. stop. Okay, so get back on the focus. <laughs> how do you manage? Well, we basically already talked about it, but I want a little bit deep diving a little bit more. But mm-hmm. how do you manage being a mom and an entrepreneur running a business? And now you have an employee question mark? I have four employees now. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Get it, girl. Yeah. So you oh my God, I have so many questions. So you we're backing up. We'll come back to this question. So you in twenty so your husband said you need help and you're like, nah, I got this. Mm-hmm. And then in twenty twenty end of twenty twenty two, you hired one person. I hired one person um, early 2022. Early 2022. Early 2022. Okay. 
and because um, it was the holiday season that yeah, I did yes. the Santas, and then um, the purple Santas, and then yes, immediately January posted that I was hiring, and um, found perfect um, girl for me. Like uh, she's one of my customers, actually. That's amazing. And um, yeah, so she's still with me, and then um, about six months later, one of her friends was looking for something and so she started with us as well and then two more this year like you're like growing oh my god like are you like freaking out inside it's it's awesome because they're helping me with like streamlining processes you know and figuring out like what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong you know and this um, crap you didn't have time to do exactly yeah yeah I have a question. And so, You're going to look at me like I'm psycho and you're going to be like, no, but I'm really <laughs> hoping you say yes. Did you document from the beginning to now? What? Like your life, like you, like I was on one, like, do you have video from you from when you started and then now, like when you hired your first person, when you hired your second person? Nope. Okay. I can't. <laughs> Maybe. I don't I, know. The reason um, I'm asking that is because I just asked somebody that the other day and I actually wish, like thinking back, even though I'm really good at video and like I document literally everything mm-hmm. borderline annoying, um, I wish I would have documented more just because like it's so cool to hear and then to showcase on your social of like this social media is fake straight up. Like yeah. it is. It's, it's a preview of someone's life. You mm-hmm. see the good. They right. choose what they show you. So if they could have seen like well, Caroline started here. Yeah. Now she has four employees and she's mm-hmm. freaking kicking ass. But like, I want to be in her journey. Like I just met her this year, but I would have loved to see her like that, like that progress. So I think your I challenge know. now is to start here. Okay. Start now and go, even if it's photos, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like photos from when like you started. Like, I wish I would have taken a video of me walking out of corporate the day I quit. I mean, I had it two weeks, but like the day I quit, I, I wish I would have done. I took a picture of my it. ID badge. Um, I didn't take a picture. Like we didn't think about like how yeah. it's evolved. Now. I didn't know what I was. I thought I was just going to stay home. You know, and you were like, so yeah. <laughs> just gonna run I know some I took kiddos. pictures of my babies. I know I was home, but yeah, it's just like something to think about, like too, like just going forward, because like that's a huge jump. Twenty twenty, now you have four employees. It's twenty twenty three, and like um, you're killing it. Yeah, and Mississippi opened this year. Also, did I tell you? No. <laughs> okay, so um, we sort of franchised in. Shut up. Earlier this year, um, Jonah's gonna have to tone that I'm down. Not doing as good a job on social media that I should be. You um, may have said it, and I may have oh, missed it. Oh, I definitely it. did. Okay, and she's like, I definitely missed it. Then it's my bad. Yes. You're doing great. Continue. Um, but yeah. So um, let me back up. In 2021, a childhood friend of mine brought her children to get their prints done. And um, loved her pieces so much. And so about a year later, contacted me. And she said, I've been watching, you know, your business grow. And I'm so excited for you. What do you think about bringing Goodness Gracious to Mississippi? And I was like, oh. um, Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about it. (laughs) Um, And so we spent a long time, a long time training and figuring out the legalities of it. Um, basically, she wanted to replicate Goodness Gracious, but in Madison, Mississippi, where she lives. Is it called Goodness Gracious still? Yes. Okay. It's Goodness Gracious. So she has my same branding. It's pretty much it's a, just a, a second location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so um, she's allowed to use all of my designs, everything. So 
that's pretty much I feel and I was dumb, able to but teach I feel like her. I knew this. Yeah, I maybe think, not. I think you did. You know, um, <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah. So she started in May of this year, and she's killing it too. Okay, first off, uh, I probably know that knew that, so we won't edit it out. I'll just feel like a dum dum. Um, <laughs> but second, you need to talk about that more. I think. Does she, so? Does she have her own Insta? Do you? Post, she has a separate Instagram. Does it say like "Goodness Gracious Mississippi"? Mississippi. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Her name is Rebecca Daly, and she is. Um, I'm so proud really of you. Creative and talented, and yeah, so it's been really fun, and exciting watching that happen. You know, um, this is so freaking cool. Yeah, you're like a celebrity. You're yeah. literally Stop. like in Mississippi oh now. That's so freaking cool. I genuinely mean that. Thank is you. She, so she's a mom too. So it makes sense. Yes. So, so she has two small that, children. Everybody that works with you is a mom too. All of them. Yep. And so See, we are – I feel like it makes it so much better because they understand. You all understand. It's We're not, all in the same, like, phase of life, and that's all we talk about <laughs> while yeah, we're working yeah. is our children and what we have coming up, what they're doing. You know, it's it's fun. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So how do you like being a boss? That is new to me and not something that I expected. Um, but I do really like it, and I feel like they're all my friends now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I enjoy it, and we all get along. There's never any uh, issues or anything that – I mean, it's just easy. Yeah. You know? It just They works. make it easy, yeah. too. I feel like I got so lucky with all four of them that, yeah. um, and Rebecca, you know? God, uh, yeah. I think – Choosing the right people is is huge. Huge. It's huge. Yes. Okay. Let's circle back now to mm-hmm. managing mom life and being an entrepreneur. Do mm-hmm. you deal with like the mom guilt aspect of things, owning a business? If you don't anymore, how did you overcome it? Because I would love some advice. Yes. I mean, there's definitely some of that. Um, but the beauty of this is I'm able to like, I'm not, I never miss anything, yeah. you know, because I can kind of plan my schedule around theirs. Um, and I've kind of like laid off on the weekend work because there. they are um, in school now and that's really like family yeah. time. So, yeah. um, but dealing with the mom guilt, I mean, they're, they're, they're in and out of the studio constantly. The so they're always there and playing and um they're welcome in there so they see that and I like for them to see that you know that um that we're working hard you know and that you're instilling great values right that was important to me and um I'm very excited they're seeing that um and they see with my husband too he started his business (laughs) right around the same time I did so what does your business your husband do is he a doctor um no he does neuromonitoring um in orthopedic oh, okay. surgeries because you said and in so, surgery i was like oh okay yeah no, only know not you. a surgeon but um <laughs> it's like a service for the surgeons oh that's and, cool um, so he's been doing that for pretty much since right after we met like 18 years ago and he, and he has so, his own business and too. now he has his own. that's really cool because i going back to mom guilt there's time especially if i have to travel like if i have to travel i really feel it because then you're mm-hmm. like I feel like, okay, well, I left corporate to be more present, but I also can still be present. Like I can take a day off and be like, I'm not right. doing this. Um, and someone looked at me and was like, you're instilling instilling the values of a hardworking woman to your boys and yes. like what to look for when they get married or when they grow up and exactly. what hard work looks like. So yeah. like that also helped me flip the switch of like that. But then I also am surrounded by people that are always 
So I'm either surrounded by people that work their nine to five, they shut it off, they go home, they're with their kids all the time, mm-hmm. every day. You know what I mean? Or you're with their the stay at home stay at home mom friends that are literally like, I'm with my kids all the time, and they're mm-hmm. they're they're not doing anything to make me feel bad. It's just like, yeah, it's and like see, I've had literally all three of those scenarios that you just said. You have. I did nine to five, where whenever I left, I did not think about work, and then I did the stay at home mom thing, and now entrepreneur and this is by far my favorite like well yeah because you get the best of both worlds yeah and i mean felicity talks about taking over goodness gracious one day she has come to pop-ups with me so i mean it's it's good it's just like you're building the future you're literally building the future and i think sometimes it's really hard to see it because like you see that crap i say loosely crap Mm -hmm. is when it's like you need to cherish the childhood moments and like I like, I'm an emotional human, like period, hands down. I'm trying. It's getting better, hopefully. But like, I'm like, oh, am I spending enough time with my kids? But I also really want to build this business. And then I'll also catch myself saying like, God, I wish I had started this earlier. So then could you imagine where it would have been? But like, that wasn't a part of the freaking plan, Shelby. Calm down. You know what I mean? So like, you got to trust the process. as, As a mom, it's just so much, so many tabs of all types of information. Yes, really. Okay, so as we wrap up, I want them you to tell them a little bit about you. So you are a mom, obviously. You are mm-hmm. a wife. Yes. How old are your kiddos? You have two. Um, I have two. I have Felicity. She's nine, and Henry is four. And um, yeah, they're awesome. That's so cute. I remember coming to get our handprints, and you were like, "I have a Henry," and so oh, I got yes. to see his name. Like you <laughs> literally had like Henry's. an example, yes. and you literally were like. This is what it looked like. I was like, I want yes, that whole That's look. exactly what everything. Like. I want all of that right now. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, I want people to be able to find you. So tell us where they can follow you. And obviously it'll be in the show notes, but I would like for you to give a little rundown on that as well. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. It's goodness gracious ceramic prints. And uh same thing on Facebook. And website coming soon. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. Okay, wait, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't cover this too before we log off. Mm-hmm. Um can people just make it? How does this work? Do people make appointments? Do they have to go to the pop-up? Like where? Tell us the goods. So right now I'm booking exclusively from a wait list. So people can email me to get on the wait list. And, um, and then I'll occasionally do pop-ups too. And I have a separate wait list for that. Um, and then they will – it's by appointment only. So they'll come to my studio and we will do the prints and choose all the details and, um, yeah, get your product eight to ten weeks later. <laughs> I, just, I was going to say, how long? And then where – tell everybody where you're located. Um, so I'm just outside Baton Rouge in Prairieville. Awesome sauce. Well, thank yeah. you. I'm so excited. Wait, no, not last question. Last question is this. How long is the wait list? What? Um – I don't know how long it is. Not like but many people, yeah. but like how if right they now, were to get on your wait list, like two how, months. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So right. not too bad. And it's something okay, so I used to post them on Instagram and then it would um they'd book up so quickly that Hence it became kind of four. like mm-hmm. I would just get message after message after message and um this is just a fairer way of doing it. Oh yeah. So everybody can eventually get in, you know, and you're be happy because you're awesome. Like truly, I have multiple pieces. I will get on the wait list again Yay. for you. Um, last question of the mm-hmm. whole thing is I asked, and you probably know this probably was going to be a question if you do listen to my podcast, Perfect. but um, what is one thing that you would tell younger Caroline? Um, okay. So I would tell younger Caroline to stop worrying so much about what people think. 
And yeah, I spent way too long doing that. And before I even started Goodness Gracious, I was like, is anybody even going to want this? You know, is this silly? Um, I definitely don't think that anymore. But I've also had the same thoughts like, what if I had started earlier, you know? But actually, I didn't have the idea then. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just stop worrying what everybody's thinking. And because everybody's just trying to, you know, survive. Survive. Follow their dreams. The difference yeah, is. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. So. You chased your dream. Even yeah. though you were scared. And be original. I would you know love that yes be yourself yes just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean you can't right you just come up with your own designs your own look and you know don't worry about what anybody else is doing awesome well thank you so much for being here thank you for having me all right guys um if you like this episode please like comment share obviously and until next time let's freaking get it Mm